0: Welcome to the Drop the Weight Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine May, where every week we're diving into weight loss mindsets to ensure your efforts at better health lasts long after your diet ends. I'm a Christian mental health and weight loss mindset coach who's obsessed with helping you break free from emotional eating, discover sabotaging mindsets that hinder even the best attempts at weight loss, and create healthy habits that lead to consistent results in your weight loss journey. So grab your favorite cup of something warm Make sure you're cozy and get ready to finally drop the weight inside out and live whole, healed, and healthy. This is really important to me, you guys, to get in here and chat with you. It's also really important for me for myself. Like I need to be able to process out sometimes out loud what I'm working through. And this helps me. And then it also helps me, me in my coaching practice. It also helps me in. Um, you know, learning the technology part of everything. So I can get better at that to serve people who are online better. And y'all, I am totally looking at my camera at my hair today. Oh my gosh. I haven't washed it in like three days. <laughs> and normally that would be okay. Like I'm good three or four days even before I wash my hair, but like I use this root lifter stuff that my stylist gave me and it is like kind of crunchy and I didn't realize it. And last night I was like, oh, I should probably wash my hair. And then I didn't wake up. Like with enough motivation this morning to do that. I woke up, you know, semi motivated, but <laughs> didn't wake up with a lot of motivation. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, if you're here live with me, just let me know. Hi Pam, I do see you there. I see you, my friend. And oh my goodness, you be looking so good lately. You are so like radiant. That's the word, radiant. I'm not kidding you. Every time I see a picture of you on Facebook, I'm like, she is glowing. It's like you're aging backwards what is up with that? Tell me what you're doing. I'd love to know. Would y'all like to know <laughs> she can tell us in in the comments, what she's doing. Miss Pam isn't one of my amazing friends. So here's the deal. You guys, I, I, I want to talk to you and all this month, we're going to be talking about how to love ourselves, self-esteem, self-talk, all that kind of stuff. It's really important, but it's I think the world has really I don't know what the word is like misconstrued the what that really means. Some people are like so caught up in self-love that it's not healthy. It can go to the you know far far left. And then you can go to the far right with it too. So I'm just saying there's people who are like, Oh, like poor me, I do it all. And I, you know, it's okay. I just going to give my, give myself till there's only like nothing left. And then there's the other people who are like, I am awesome, you know, <laughs> all the time. So there's this, this middle ground that I'm talking about. And this middle ground is the place where God sees us. And he sees us in such a way that it's it's probably near impossible for us to truly see how he sees us on this side of heaven but it's a goal just like our healing when i talk to clients or you know i talk to my friends or even to myself because the holy spirit revealed this to me that healing is a journey uh you know with no end date it's like healed i'm working on my healing until until whenever it needs to be done. Okay. So it's kind of like the same when it comes to trying to learn to love ourselves and see ourselves the way that God sees us. And it doesn't matter if you came from an incredibly uh, loving home growing up and your parents always like spoke life and identity into you. Or if you're somebody who came from a background of terrible abuse and things like that happened to you, it doesn't matter what background you came from you could think you're the most like positive person in the world towards yourself and i can guarantee you after we get done today you're going to have a moment to at least recognize that you do have some things you need to work out within yourself that are negative. So we're going to to shine the spotlight on things that nobody really wants to look at. <laughs> I don't. It's not fun. But in order to change something in our life, we have to change something in our life. And the word change is so incredibly scary for a lot of people. I could say to you like, Hey guys, how many of you by show of hands and I can't see you. So you can't raise your hand and like, I won't be able to know. okay? But in your heart, raise your hand. If you would love to see change around you occur, like if you would love to see something in this, it, just say America. Cause I know all of you guys here in the group right now are, are from America. So you would just love to see our country change. Just raise your hand in your heart. Okay. Now I'm going to ask you a different question. How many of you would like to change? Raise your hand. And that's a really difficult question because I know for myself, I am okay with seeing change. I want to see change. Yeah. Yeah. I want that to change, but do I want to change? No, not really. And I think I do want to change, but here's the deal. Change is scary because it's unfamiliar. Even if what we're going through isn't good, even if the habits we have aren't, you know, serving us well anymore, the relationships we have aren't serving us well anymore. You know, our thought life isn't serving us well anymore. Change is difficult because it's unfamiliar and it, it actually leads to feelings of loss. And that loss, which I know very deeply well right now, uh, and I know most of you have lost someone you love and have experienced grief. It's the same type of feeling that you're fighting to never have to experience. So I think that's really important because if we are fighting our pain, and I just shared this recently with somebody else this week that I was coaching and I was, I need to be reminded of it too. Uh, you know, like weeks ago. And then I reminded it to her and it's just, that's what we do. Like we learn things, we figure it out and then we share it with others because the Bible says we should comfort others with the same comfort we've been comforted with. So that's what I want to do. But anyways, if you're fighting pain within yourself, like say you are birthing a child and you're fighting against every contraction that comes, it's painful, but you're fighting it and you're not letting your body, you know, just do what it needs to do. Then it's going to hurt a whole lot worse. If you have, um, like ever experienced a muscle spasm or a charley horse in your leg, for instance, if you keep everything super tense and tight and you're fighting against all that pain, the pain is going to be so much more difficult, so much more intense, and it's going to be so much harder to release the pain. It's going to be harder to release the baby. (laughs) It's going to be harder to release, you know, the, the charley horse or the the back spasm or whatever it is, I've experienced a lot of, you know, types of things like that before when we fight against the pain, it's harder. So the things that are going on inside of us that cause us pain that we don't want to look at, that we don't want to deal with, we're fighting it and it's just causing us more and more pain. But if we would just kind of release, acknowledge that it's happening and go inward and deal with it, like really deal with it. For once and for all, like that, it may still be painful, but it's not going to be as painful, and there will be release at the end that wasn't quite as difficult, and and there's some, you know, relief. Okay, so I was talking with my husband uh, last night about how things that happen in our childhood affect us so much as adults, and he's kind of more on the spectrum of yeah, but you know, we can't just keep blaming it on things that happen in your childhood. Nice, like I totally. Agree. (laughs) You should not keep blaming the way you think about yourself or the way you think about others or the way you respond to life or whatever on your childhood. But you do have to go back and look at it. You do have to go back and see why is it that I'm always doing these things I'm doing. And I am like the one that people call like deep. I get called deep a lot. And, and I don't, take it as a like an offensive thing to but people are like gosh Catherine you're so deep why do you always go there first i'm like oh i don't know i just can't help it i always ask why why like i'm so curious i'm curious why why do you do that why why what's going on in there like what's happening because if we don't know why then we can't fix it. If we don't know where it starts, we can't deal with it. So yes, we don't want to stay in the past. We don't want to keep bringing it up and looking at it over and over again. I sure did. And that's why writing my book was the most difficult thing I ever did because I had to go back and look at stuff that I have already been healed of. And I really didn't want to do it. And it brought up all the junk that just comes with it. You know, even though I'd been healed from it, it's still stuff like trauma literally stays like somewhere in your brain. (laughs) And so it can be, it can be brought back up. And so even though I would healed, even though I'd been through a lot of stuff, I, I know that I have to leave that in the past, but that helps me and it helps me to help others as well to see where things might have started. So if you can go back to where they might have started, you can say, okay, I started thinking that it was really dumb in second grade when somebody laughed at me when I was trying to read out loud in the class and I couldn't do it or whatever, like go back to find a negative thought about yourself, go back to where did that start? Or if you're like, why do I always treat people that way? Where did that come from? Ask yourself those questions. I Believe me, you'll have great revelation in some of this stuff. If you guys will just take the time. I don't have my journal out here right now. Cause I usually have it like right in front of me. i have my calendar, but, um, I don't even know where it is probably, but no, it's downstairs. Never mind. I was writing some stuff in it. Uh, some revelations that cause just been like, like a waterfall to me lately about my own life. So I have had it almost, you know, with me everywhere, but I have like six journals around my house, which isn't easy when you want to go back and try to find what it is. He said, cause I'm like, which one did I write it in anyway? Um, so, so all I was saying was that if, if you, if you can go back and see where it started, you can deal with it. So you can't heal From what you got going on, you can't change what you got going on, how you been, unless you are willing to go back and see where that came from, feel the pain, feel the embarrassment, feel the anger, whatever it is that, that you're dealing with. And then the word deal deal with it. So like I just said, so you have to go back and feel. Like, allow yourself to really feel it. Like, that sucked. I was so mad at them. Or that teacher was really mean. Like, really mean. Or my parents never validated me. Or whatever it was. And then deal with it. Dealing with it looks like this. You're writing everything down that you're thinking. Where it stemmed from. And then you are challenging that thing with the truth. And the truth is, yeah. That that teacher was a jerk. And that teacher said things to me that I believed were true. But... They are not true because I am smart. I have X, Y, Z. Find something that you have been able to do. Like maybe you actually graduated high school with your diploma. Goodness gracious, that's awesome. Uh, maybe you got you were an A.B. student and maybe a C here and there. You're not stupid. Like go back and find out. Like I learned to drive. I've kept my kids alive. I I keep myself alive. Like I haven't burned my house down. Like there's so many different things you can look at to say like. I'm not stupid. You can you know, like take that thing that you believed and find something that challenges it. And then say, you know, this is what, where it was. This is what it is. Okay. So that's just a little exercise that you can do to go back and deal with some of the things that you, you know, are battling maybe that seem to be coming up pretty frequently. And this is something, um, that I want to eventually, I'm going to start going a little bit deeper. See, there it is. Um, and asking you guys to share with me here in this group and and the other women, this is a safe place for you to do that. Um, what are some of the things that you're battling when it comes to your mental health and your self image, your body image? I would love to hear some of those things. If you ever feel led to share what you're battling, just create a post in this group. You're free to do that. You have my permission. I'm pretty sure the permissions are available for you guys to be able to do that. So if you're like, I can't post anything in here, send me a message and let me know. I'm, I am I see things differently on my end because I created the group. So if you guys are running into any issues with it, you need to let me know and I'll fix them, okay? But I would love for you guys to interact and, and share. Um, so I'm gonna pull up my notes here because I've been writing a few things down that I wanna share with you guys about um, our inner critic. So I was given the responsibility about, ooh, I don't know, six years ago now, something like that, by my pastor at the time to come up in front of the church. Ooh, that's big and scary, and share with the church who my biggest critic is or was in my life and how I overcame, how I dealt with it. And my very first thought. When he asked me to do that, it wasn't that, I mean, of course, my, I think my very first thought was like, you want me to speak with a microphone in my hand. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. But then after I was like, well, he asked me to do it. I have to do it. Cause I was like super obedient <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's what you want me to do. So I, but the very first person I thought of that was my, my biggest critic was myself. Like there's been people all throughout my life. Believe me, if you've read my story, you know, who have told me terrible things, who have called me terrible names, who have told me I can never, you won't, you you know, you'll always. But the worst critic in my life is me. And so, if you feel like maybe you can relate, wave your hand in the comment section below and say like, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I'm there. So I was definitely my my own worst critic. And so when he asked me to speak, I was able to get up and just say like, hey. Uh, yeah. So-and-so had an aunt that was a critic. They spoke before me and -and so-and-so had, I can't remember somebody else that was a critic in their life. And I had one person besides myself that was close to how bad I was on myself, but nobody really compared like how I was to myself. And I still battle this. It's not as bad as it was, but it's still not where it needs to be. That's for sure. So, um, I shared that I was my own worst enemy, basically. Like I was the biggest critic that i had and the truth is it's not just me it's the enemy feeding all these little lies you know to me through through my day like trying to point out like you know look look you ate that and you shouldn't have ate that you always do that you're such a failure or whatever okay and so i had to to really sit down and and write out what in the world I I was thinking to myself all the time and how, how it was affecting me and all of that. Okay. So it's really easy to see all the things that are wrong with us. When we start sitting down and listing um, all the things that are wrong with us. And I just recently put a little post in this group and on my Instagram as well about um, if you, if I were to ask you to sit down and create a list of all the things that you loved, how far down on the list, if at all, would you, would you Yourself? would you be, would you even be on the list? Would you even have listed yourself as something that you loved? And I challenged like this idea by asking my daughter to do it. And I said, hey, did you, would you just like humor me for a second here? She's 14 and she's like, sure, Rob, what do you need? And and I told her and I said, could you go set the timer for five minutes in your room? And just write me a list of everything that you love and then bring it back to me in five minutes. And she did. And I read through it real quick and I was like, so y- you're not even on this list. And she's like, What? <laughs> didn't even occur to her at all to say she loves herself. Okay. So she said she loves something inanimate objects before she even listed herself. And I'm sure that you would probably be in the same boat. That question was just to get you to start thinking so that I could chat with you about this today. So it is really easy to see all the things that are wrong with us. And you could probably sit down right now and scribble out a list of 10 things that you don't like about yourself or that you think negatively about yourself In 10 seconds, you could probably be like, like one a second, like your pencil would be like smoking. Okay. You probably could do that really quickly. And you, you may even be thinking right now of one or two things that you don't like about yourself that you've already said to yourself today, just since waking up this morning. I know I can, I definitely can. I got up this morning and I didn't say anything to myself. Like in the first hour, I was just like, I need coffee. I need coffee. And then after the first hour, I was like, why do I always just get coffee first? man, I should be drinking water. Like, duh, you know, this, why aren't you drinking water? What's wrong with you? Why do you always do what you shouldn't do first? Why are you never drink water? What's wrong? And started and I was like, Oh, just drink water now and move on. Okay. (laughs) And that's what I did. And then I was like, geez, stop being so mean to yourself. And then I walked into my bedroom and I was gonna get dressed so that I didn't come in here in my pajamas, you know, to talk with you guys this morning. And um, it, which you wouldn't have wanted, anyways. So I, I'm going, I'm getting dressed, and I had put on this shirt that I have underneath this little sweater thing. And I was like standing sideways, and there's a mirror kind of to my to my left, and I'm standing sideways looking at my dresser, and all of a sudden I glanced over at something over there and caught a, a glimpse of the profile image of my body. I was like, Oh my gosh, you look pregnant. That's what I said to myself. <sighs> That's before that was before nine o'clock this morning, just those two things. Nobody else would say those things to me. Right. So it's a lot harder for me to look in the mirror and go, girl, like your hair looks good today. Cause what is the first thing I came on here and said, actually, let's just go back to that, man. My hair is like, that's the first thing I did. Right. It's crazy how normal that kind of stuff is to us to do. It's crazy. I wish it wasn't this way, but it is. Okay. So after you kind of go through this list in your mind of all the things that you don't like I would even encourage you to write it down if you would write it down all the things you don't like and at the end of this in just a minute because I'm going to be wrapping it up real quick here because I know I've already been blabbering for 20 minutes but I just want to encourage you to do this really it's going to make a huge difference in your life if you're so tired of being mean to yourself if you're so tired of being down on yourself if you're so tired of feeling like crap you can get a piece of paper and a pen and follow along with me towards the end here in just a minute Um, but if you will see all you can see all the things or list all those things in your mind and then or on paper would be better and then I want you to take another piece of paper or just put a line down the paper where you have it you know on the other side and start listing all the things that you like or that are right about you And your list is probably going to be half or not even half of what you wrote down that's negative. And you may even not be able to figure out anything. So if that if you're that bad, which I have been, if you're that bad in that way, not that you're bad, not calling you bad. (laughs) I'm saying if if it's that bad that you can't um, come up with something on your own that you can say is positive about you. Like I always go to my eyes like I love my green eyes so I can always find at least one thing, one. Okay. But I love my green eyes. And then I, I can find other things now, but it took a while go to something somebody else said about you. If you can't figure out something for yourself, go to something someone else has said about you. Like maybe you they said you're everybody that you ever bring food to is like, man, you're such a good cook and you don't think you are. You don't really think anything special about it, but everybody else is telling you you're an amazing cook. Write that down. Okay. So I want you to do that because you're either your biggest critic or you are your biggest fan. Nobody else is going to do that for you. Nobody else is going to be your biggest critic or your biggest fan. Somebody could be nice or mean to you, but you're ultimately your biggest critic or your biggest fan. So just remember that self-talk makes you feel better or it makes you feel worse. So I started off my day with terrible self-talk terrible. I didn't even start out my day in the word this morning. When I start my day out in the word, I feel much better, but my son is struggling with nighttime stuff. And I was up super early and I'm like, and I just didn't, I don't know. I just wanted to sit and be a zombie. I didn't want to do anything. And so it started the spiral of crazy talk. Okay. So, um, I wrote down something that I thought was good for me. So I want to share it with you. So if you don't feel good, like what I just said, If you don't feel good, you don't want to do stuff. If you don't feel good, if you don't feel energized, if you feel bad, if you feel like lazy, if you feel sick, you don't want to do anything. You just don't want to do stuff with your life. So you're definitely not going to try to go towards making a positive change in your life. If you feel like crap all the time, if you're talking to yourself like crap all the time, you're not going to make any big changes in your life. Okay. You're not going to feel motivated to make those changes. So you're going to get in life what you focus on. So if you're focusing constantly on all the negative things and all the stuff that isn't right about you. That's, what's going to continue to be. It's not going to change. It's just going to continue to be that way. And you're going to, you know, keep being the way that you are. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter how old you are watching this today. You can change at any age. You can change at any age. You can change at any age. You are not hardwired to be a certain way, just because you're a certain age. You can change at any age. That's the beauty of being a human. I love it. I really love it. I, a therapist I I've listened to several times this always saying that and i'm like thank you jesus because that's how i feel i believe that but there's so many people i come up against that are like i'm just i I am who i am all (laughs) righty you are who you are that's so true (laughs) but do you want to be different maybe (laughs) and that's where i'm like geez okay lord Just help me to see them how you see them, okay? (laughs) So here's the thing. Here's a really challenging question, okay? Are you looking, okay, when you're focused on your life, okay, are you focused on all the improvements that you've made so far? Like all the things that you did last year, for instance, because we're still at the beginning of the year. It's like February, right? So we're still at the beginning of the year. And most of us have already like trashed our new year's resolutions. We're like, never mind, It doesn't work anyway. Like We knew that when we set them. So stop doing that. All right, just stop. But anyways, so if you go back to last year, what did you accomplish? What are some things that you did that you're like, Hey, I'm kind of proud of that. Or I'm glad I did that or whatever. Like I planted that garden. I made that craft. I sewed that dress. I cooked this meal. I never thought I could. I served a banquet, whatever it is. Okay. Like I, I got a promotion at work. Um, I lost 10 pounds. So whatever it is, nobody focuses on that. They typically focus on what still is not done. Like, man, I lost 10 pounds last year, but I still have 20 more to go. 20 more to go. Can't ever do it. Constantly messing up. Always eating them donuts, girl. you be putting that creamer in your coffee. You know, you shouldn't be using that. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Never going to happen. That 20 pounds is never coming off. Just never going to happen for you. (laughs) How many of you can totally relate? I know that you can right now. I know that you can. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you an action step and then we'll be done for today. And I hope that this has blessed you so far. Um, It's been fun for me, at least to hear myself blabber about the things that I know are important. (laughs) So um, anyways, so here's the action. I want you to get a pen and paper. You can do this now, later, whenever. But if you do have time to do it now, when you're listening to this, whether it's now at 1025 AM Central Standard Time or whatever time it is you listen to this later on, get out, get out your notes. Like I have, I do a lot of notes in my phone, get out your notes or pen and paper. I say pen and paper, because I'm going to ask you to do something, actually do something with this. Okay. I want you to write down everything that you say to yourself. Okay. And then I want you to, I mean, like everything, the trash stuff, like all the things that you say to yourself that you don't want to say anymore, everything that holds you back like everything. One of my big things that I wanted to get rid of, I think I started doing this in November last year, was the word I can't. I didn't even realize how often I said that until all of a sudden, that's all I heard. And then I was like, whoa, actually you can. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Why do you think you can't? Where did this come from? What's this I can't? Just because it's hard just because something's hard doesn't mean it can't be done. We'd never fly. We'd never be in airplanes if it was that way. Right. Okay. Anyways, I digress. So write down everything that holds you back. Okay. And then I want you to write a massive list of all of your fears, your rejection, your failure, and your lack. I want you to do that after you're done, um, writing that list of everything that you don't like about yourself. I want you to write a list of all your fears, things that you, that you worry about, like, um, like rejection, failure, lack. There's a few things that I, i put down that I have been afraid of in the past that I didn't even realize I was afraid of till I started really asking and doing the why and diving deep in there. Okay. And um, these things that are, um, these are the things that, this is what I wrote. These are the things that are likely not even true about yourself. These fears, they seem real to you. Okay. But they're, they're not real. And then I want you, the third thing, the third list I want you to write, and this is the one that's really not real. That seems real. Okay. This is the, the big one is these limiting beliefs. I want you to write down a list of all the limiting beliefs that you have. And my limiting belief again was I can't. Period. Not even. I can't, period. Not I can't maybe do this or I can't maybe do that. I couldn't I can't do nothing. Nothing. <laughs> So not true. So funny to me, but I'm just being real with y'all. Okay, so write down all the things that you believe about yourself that are limiting you moving forward to where you want to be. Whether that's a weight loss goal, a mental goal, a family goal, relationship goal, job goal, whatever. Okay, write down all those limiting beliefs that are likely not even true. Okay, and then lastly, I want you to look at the list of all the things that you just wrote down, and I want you to just thank them one by one. Thank you, fear, for trying to keep me safe. Thank you. Thank you. Fear of rejection for trying to protect myself by being mean to other people so that they wouldn't be mean to me first. Thank you. And it sounds really weird. Okay. Thank yourself for thinking all those negative things that you've thought about yourself because they've gotten you to where you are right now. Okay. So I want you to thank them. And I want you to tell those things that they're no longer going to serve you, (laughs) that you're going to live the rest of your life without them. Like, thanks, but I don't need you anymore. Thanks. But uh, layoffs, I'm laying you off. You're done. Thanks. You've done a good job so far, but um the way Okay. So say goodbye to them. And the more that you build yourself up with um, this confidence, okay. The more, that, the more that you build yourself up, the more confidence you're going to have, the more that you're going to step confidently into the future that you want to create. So doing all this is just creating confidence in you. And it's not a self-confidence, like I'm relying on myself to be everything. This is, I'm talking about you dealing with all the junk and all the lies and all the all the stuff, like all the stuff I talk about in my book, all the the reason I wrote my journal, all the, whatever it is, like all the reasons I ever post a YouTube video, like all the re- just to help you to see, like you're believing things that aren't true about yourself. And so do I all the time. Okay. So I'm going to leave you with this, with this very last thing. Um, all the things that you've said to yourself, like, just go back and think about it. If you were to make a list of all those things that you said about yourself, and, and hopefully you're going to make that list or you have made that list. Would you take that list to your daughter or your little sister and say all those things to her? Would you? Cause if the answer is no way, then why in the world are you talking to yourself the way that you are talking to yourself? If anyone said the things that I say to myself, I would punch them in the face. Like maybe not literally. I don't think I've ever heard anybody, but <laughs> I would want to. Okay. Like I would be like, oh, uh, we're friends off. No, not okay. Okay. So you would never talk to someone else the way that you talk to yourself. Okay. When you hear yourself talking to yourself, when you hear yourself saying the things that you say, the negative things that you say, I want you to ask yourself just like, like, like stop. Hmm. I want you to ask yourself these three questions. Is this kind? Is this true? And is this useful? Is it kind? Is it true? Is it useful? And if those things are not any of those kind, true, useful, then you need to disregard it and say, no, that's not true. That's not who I am. That's not And I want you to replace those thoughts with something true, challenge those thoughts, replace those beliefs or those lies that you you are saying about yourself with something true. Or just set, you know, take your focus and put it on the things that are good because the word tells us we're supposed to look at whatever's good and lovely and pure and of right standing. And you know, so if we're focusing constantly on the negative and the lack and what we don't have and how we fail all the time, we don't miss you know, miss the mark, we don't measure up. They have this and I don't. They look that way and I don't. I have cellulite, and they don't. I have a fat roll, they don't. Okay. Instead of that, be like wh- Over here, I have three amazing kids I'm raising that are world changers. I'm so thankful for that. My house is awesome. I'm so thankful that God's given me the blessing of this home that I never thought I would have with the backyard that I, I asked him for to the T like I, I can go over there and look at all of this, go over there and look at all that he's saved me from versus all the stuff that I still don't have, or I still am not measuring up to, or I could go over here and look at the 35 pounds that I haven't, or that I have lost, but, or over here, like, sorry, that was the good Is over here. Right. I could go over here and look at the 35 pounds that I have lost. Instead. I go over here and look at the 20 that I still have to lose that I keep going up and down with blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so anyways, I hope that this has been really helpful for you today. I hope that you do those exercises that I have definitely done and will continue to do and find at least five things that you can say to yourself that's good and positive. That is that is the truth of who you are, even if you don't believe it at first. And I just challenge you to go to the mirror and say those things to yourself. And then throughout the day, whether you're doing dishes or if you're in carpool, if you're in the car rider line, if you're at the grocery store, I would challenge you to say them whisper, whisper them if you have to so you don't seem like a weirdo, but say them out loud out of your mouth. So you you're hearing your own voice say, I'm beautiful, I'm smart, I'm loved, I'm safe, and you know, God loves me. Okay. Well I said I loved already. So whatever. Like and I have awesome hair it is okay find five things um and and just repeat those things over and over to yourself for a good week a good solid week maybe even make a list I, I share this with my clients a lot too make a list put it where you can see it and then go back to it constantly and look at that and say those things and and add to it like I'm a good cook or I can I'm good at like taking care of our family's finances or you know whatever okay so just add to it I hope you enjoyed this episode of drop the weight. Don't forget to check the show notes for all the links I shared with you today, including ways to connect with me on social media. If you love this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, I'd love for you to take a moment and rate this podcast and subscribe so that you'll never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week and I can't wait to hang out with you again soon.